Welcome to My Records and Me. I'm your host, Kylie. Each episode, I bring on someone in my life and we delve into the music that we love and the music that connects us. This special series will be delving into Harry Styles' sophomore album, Fine Line. We'll be going down the track list, and each episode will be about a different song with a different guest. Or sometimes it'll just be me. You'll just have to listen and find out. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, Track 7 to be so lonely um and i couldn't think of another person to have this on than my good friend aaron aaron's been on the pod before aaron say hi i have been on the pod she has been the people i have been that's something that is a personality trait of mine (laughs) aaron 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 how did we meet well you know it was through an organization in our college, second semester. As many year. people have met me and yes, listened, you know, there's an elusive organization. Yes, this elusive organization that was called Perg and is now called something else, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> was you know, I just remember we did a lot of phone banking, trying to um, we did new new people to come into the organization. And I'm my first time phone banking. Miss Kai was was one of the people running it, and I was like. This girl's sort of crazy. I think I like her. <laughs> I have no remem- memory of this. It's just, well, which because is, you were... Which is crazy because I have first. an insanely good memory. And the fact that I can remember this is also crazy because I have an insanely bad memory. I know, but so... Interesting. you were doing a lot that night. It was like you and Chad were running everything and I, I was just a little baby, like, new person to the organization. Like, time to phone bank. <laughs> I do remember my first memory of you is is in spring 19, 2019, which... Okay, yep. so maybe maybe it was then, and um, and I I was explaining to Aaron before we got on. We must have had some moment beforehand. It was probably me blacked out at the USG formal, the the one I crashed. We probably yeah, had a moment. She wasn't I a just part of the organization, and I just don't <laughs> remember it honestly. That's my like thought because my the my real distinct memory of Aaron is. We were at a surprise birthday party. And I think I already told the story on the Queen episode we did. We were at a surprise birthday party. I love this story. And the birthday girl. We basically had the bir- birthday party without the birthday girl. Because the birthday girl like, came we at like 1.30 a.m. We and I think I left. I think I left. No, because no, she, she came and we were still there. And then like we left like right, oh, right, right Okay, okay. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I understand now. Yeah, she definitely showed up. Um, at like 1.30. And we were partying, having a good time, dancing, decorating. And we, when everyone knew she was coming, um, everyone, you know, the house got quiet. Like it all went dark and all this shit. And me and Aaron were singing um, that Macklemore song, <laughs> Can't Hold Us. And everyone kept shushing us. And, and we, had little, we had little glow bands on our head. Yeah, and we had little glow bands. I have the video somewhere in my Snapchat memories. It's a great video. Um, and then I think I think that's like my first memory of you. And then I think honestly, maybe another first memory of you is at the, when I blacked out the formal. Yes. You playing pong at the dude. After I was party. on the table for three hours, bro. Me. I honestly think that Tiberio? might be one of my first memories of you because Aaron, Aaron, Aaron that year was um, and still like post that but specifically that time period like 2019 um erin was like the goddess on the table like she killed like everyone was like every she was on the table for like three hours 
I'm like this. I wasn't even drunk by the time the, di- the, the game was over. Like, the party was over. I was like, I'm sober because I've been on the table for three hours. Like, what's happening here? Yeah. But anyway. And we finally got beat, and I was like, I'm done. Goodbye. Yeah, she got beat, and the party was done. Like, the party was <laughs> I over. I was like, over. Time to go. But anyway, yeah, we, me and Aaron, a lot of nights have been spent, spent like that, being shushed as we... Gone back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's Aaron and why she's on. Or, not why she's on. How she knows me. Erin, <laughs> fine line, 2019, baby. When or how were you introduced to this album? I want to know the story. Okay, so I literally was, like, digging. I was digging through my, like, memories. As in, not my memories in my brain, because those are non-existent. Your like Snapchat memories. Snapchat, pictures, Instagram, Facebook. Like, oh, wow. Really You're anything. Going back. Like, no, I was going. There was nothing from, I looked it up, December 13th, yes, 2019. Right? Ooh. So I was like, I know the team. So here's what I think happened. This was right around finals. This was right around the end of the I semester. I literally feel like I ex- know exactly where the story is going, but continue. <laughs> I literally, so this is the end of finals of our sophomore year. And I was living of in our a dorm. junior year. No, this is. Mama, oh. December 2019. <gasps> this was before COVID. We were juniors. Okay, then everything I know about myself is a lie. Where was I living then? Well, I, I can living... probably tell you where I was you living are. in Hilltop apartment. No, I was living in Hilltop apartments. Okay, well then where was I, Kai? I I'm pretty sure me and Aaron had this very intense conversation December 2019 around fall where she had broken up with her boyfriend but then was still sleeping with him. <laughs> uh, unnamed unnamed man. Um where she was still totally sleeping unnamed. with him and I remember I remember distinctly because I was sleeping with a guy who I should not have been sleeping with. And that office for our organization was packed up. We were packing up because we were getting a new carpet. And you came in with your dog slippers. And this had to be around this time. This had to be like. Dude, because I got them for like fucking Secret Santa or whatever, bro. (laughs) So, and you were telling me about how you were, you had a hotel by the airport and that. Your <gasps> was that this was coming and you know yeah. you guys were you know still sleeping together and then i was yeah. telling you about my situation with my gentleman and we were like laughing because we were both doing all bad things we were being absurd and so literally because we were such good friends at that point that i was and like you're so a hairy man that i was and also i mean i've also been I'm no hairy, hairy like a hairy styles man i was I like know. let me clarify you're not a hairy man <laughs> but i'm like I was also like that because, you know, One Direction, obviously. And so when Mr. Harry released that album and, like, it was the end of the semester, the vibes were going home for winter break. The vibes were whatever, whatever. crazy. The vibes were crazy. The vibes were absolutely absurd, quite honestly. Um, but I have to imagine, like, we just decided to listen to it. And that was just because, you know, it gets released, you listen to it. That's that's the tea. And it was like a, a, time, a game changer, right? Like, it was like everything stopped because Mr. Harry released his album. Yeah, I don't, I really, I also cannot remember, like, I know, I do remember exactly where I heard it, I do remember, like, very distinct memories, I don't remember talking, I think maybe I did talk with you about it, but it's like, I, you may have already gone home, and yes, and I feel like then we, like, debriefed about it, because I feel like, for us, when we talk about Harry albums, it's very much a, we need to listen, and then figure out what our vibes are with it and then debrief about it because for me with music specifically it's like it's very difficult for me to form an opinion first listen and so I'm like I need time to like sit with it and really figure out what one like my favorite songs are what my vibe with the most Mm -hmm. what I 
maybe could skip if I did want to skip, you know, and I'm not saying I want to skip Mr. Harry, but if I did, like, no, you know, I have that team. Okay, me too. Good. I didn't want to kill <laughs> I like, I know sometimes you don't have skips, so it stresses me it, out when you tell me you do. <laughs> but also, sometimes I need to be... So, Here's the thing. If I say I have no skips, that also means I need to be in a mood for every single song. I literally, yes. Like, for example, for example, for example, for example, I will always, like, off this album, I will always skip Watermelon Sugar. That is a skip. Well, because that was a song that was just played on the radio on repeat with, like, no regrets, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's my reason. Um, Off of first, like, listen and out of Tree Book, I just skip. It's so good live. Oh, I love the I'm song like because of how I saw. No, no, no. But I say it like, and I said it in the episode I did with it, which will, which comes out later. But <laughs> I l- hated it, the studio version. I love the live version. The live version really made me like love the song. No, I, I totally st- I'll still that. skip it though because I don't like the studio version. And I, I am also like. And this might be a very unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it anyways because we're on the pod and anything can be said on the pod. I'm like this. I have to be in a mood for Fine Line. I oh, have to be in a mood. No, completely. completely. Because be. it's so fucking sad. It's like, or it's, it's like, so I'm weird. Like, no, I'm like, I'm like, Mr. Harry, you did something with it, but I, I can't. And also another song that I think that I would have listened to more if it hadn't been so like, you know, Hollywood, whatever. Lights Up is. Wait, you don't like Lights Up? No. It's so good. Yeah, and I, I listened to it when it was the first single released. Right. And then October. all of a sudden it got it got like t- it got like two played, but coming back to it like well, oh, two years so? later. Okay. I, I think not as much no, as Watermelon that's Sugar. No, that's no no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's oh. an interesting perspective. Girl, no, right? you're not and wrong. I- I'll say if you're wrong. <laughs> She's like, I'll tell you if you're absolutely not correct. No, but like I remember like I would when I got when I get bored with my music, I just shuffle through everything. Sure. And like that song came on one day and I was like, This song is so good. Like I know, the music so video, good. the music, the feeling. Yeah, he's crazy. That's not what we're talking about today, but like that's no. a great song too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's go t- let's talk about what we're talking about today. Which is yeah. to be so lonely. So this song obviously tracks seven. Um, it really is the last song on this, like, very sad um, running, like, coming from, because it comes directly after Falling, and Falling is preceded by Cherry, which I would yeah. say, like, that block is probably, yes. you know, I would say this this block of going from Cherry Falling to To Be So Lonely is the saddest stretch on the album. 100% agree. And To Be So Lonely kind of resembles this you know, drunk phone call that, like, may come at the end of, you know, kind of at this, like, denial stage of grief. And really after kind of, like, anger, which is really Cherry. Like, Cherry's angry, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Falling, depression. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, upset. I'm upset. And then To Be Someone is very much denial. Yeah. It's, like, denial denial. and, like, trying so hard to get over it, you know? Oh, completely. And... The reason why I think it's yep. a phone call, I think it's a phone I call for wholeheartedly agree. Reasons, but the, I don't, I think it's um, guitar ukulele. It's like a ukulele and a guitar mixed together. I don't know what the word is. Like the word is hard for me to. The word is hard for me to say, so I'm not gonna say. Okay, I'm like, can you spell it? No, it's, it's like guitar it. and lele. Like that's like it's G U I T A L E L E. Gitzalele. I know, but that sounds weird. Okay, it does, but maybe that's a word. <laughs> okay, so I get to Lely, whatever. 
it you know how it goes dun, 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 dun. that sounds like a phone call like someone's calling you a genius doesn't it not no it does like like, like you're waiting for like them to pick up or whatever um yeah. so yeah this is kind of you know portrayed um this song the denial is really portrayed in the lack of blame harry feels for the end of the relationship and is represented by the carefree kind of tone of the song despite um the complaints of loneliness within it i i 100 agree i was like looking at the lyrics you know in my prep for for this moment in this time and the thing about this song is that it's it's so good it just it, it, it is really, really is like it just sort of makes you want to like just sort of sway to the music but when you really like look at the lyrics and like figure out what actually is going on he's like don't call me baby again because he's trying so hard with like all his might to get over this person that he has been mm-hmm. so hung up on for the past two songs you know mm-hmm. and this whole album, i just think I it's say. oh yeah 100 percent. like this album is just like speaking that and it's just really interesting how he does that in such like a it's oh it's almost carefree how he's like it you is know, his get, get to Laylee, he's like bam, 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 bam. and i don't like he's like i don't care but like i'm trying not to care at the same time you know yeah completely the the tone you know harry's really good at this i think he's really good at obviously sad songs sounding sad but and like happy songs sounding happy but like he's really good at like making like carefree records music but the lyrics are like so depressing like as it was off harry's yes. house is <sighs> such a a uh, clear example of that the lyrics are yep. like so depressing but the but song, the song is, you're like, like this I i'm dance. dancing I'm, like, I'm dancing <laughs> i'm dancing um and this is you know i wouldn't like dance to this but i would sway i think sway oh, is like oh I'm I, I can the, something i was thinking about to, like to myself obviously i'm like talking to myself about this this song specifically i'm like i can see this you know campfire vibes he just brings out a guitar he's playing a oh, song or, yeah right and that. we're just like swaying to it right like we're we like, could sway by sort the of fire vibing. right i'm like swaying by the fire sounds like a good vibe for the song but in reality it's like sort of sad because he's like trying so hard to get over this person and he just he can't shake them you know you know it really it definitely is that and you know, a very interesting thing. I love to know. I love to see when Harry's on tour the songs that like he doesn't perform by the from the album, and that's there's obviously a lot to do with that, like in terms popularity of popularity and X, Y, and Z, planning a tour, X, Y, and Z. There's a lot like that goes in. But so in his last, he's only played it live on tour the fall of 2021 on the Love on Tour in the U.S. Um, and. There were like sixty something shows, and he's and he only performed it nine times. I was at one of the shows, wow. October sixteenth, MSG. I heard it, um, so I'm very very glad and very much. I'm very much blessed. You're blessed. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard to be so lonely. I have heard the medicine. I've heard medicine twice. I heard, and one of those times I was the Don't medicine me. into the toxic Britney Spears. I've I saw him perform with Casey Musgraves, still the one, at MSG. I saw him perform Stockholm Syndrome. I saw him perform The Chain in twenty seven in twenty eighteen. <gasps> yeah, performed he performed Stockholm Syndrome, Syndrome. in twenty eighteen on his tour, live on tour. I've been very blessed as a Harry fan because like I go see him at MSG. <laughs> Aaron is distressed. I'm like unwell. I know. I'll have to send you the I'm video like from it. I'm like doing unwell. It. Yeah, I think you need oh. to. 
And then I saw Anna, the, the other, the Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a very blessed Harry fan to have seen, um, yeah, some really good shows from him. Yeah, I'm like this. I'm not a blessed Harry fan, but it's okay because we're getting there. We are. We're but, getting there. <laughs> but seriously, I would love to know, like, why? I love to know why he only performed it these amount of times because. It's very, like, random, right? It's very random, and it's like, I'm like, is this song, like, too much for him? Like, I don't know. I would love to know. Like, does it, does it like, really mean something to him, or is it just something he wrote sort of thing? Would it mean, yeah, how much would it mean, and then for him to perform it live? Yep. You know, and then the best yep. part of seeing it live was everyone was yelling at him, um, you know, arrogant son of a bitch, and at my show, when everyone said... No, 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 no. I'm just an arrogant son of a bitch, like screaming at him. He went, "Ooh, spicy!" You know who I love more than anything? Him. Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles. Like, He's so he... amazing. Uh, I love him so much. I love him so much. So, how does this song make you feel? Like, what does this song mean to you? I would love to know. Yeah. So. Obviously, coming on the pod for this song specifically, I was, like, very happy about it, you know, because, like, this is definitely one of my favorite songs off the album. And Look. it, I think it's a song that people sort of sleep on. Completely which I, agree. Completely and agree. And I, I just think, I think for a lot of albums that, like, you know, when I listen to them, I, I don't say that I always am, like, a fan of the ones that are slept on. Yeah. But, like, this one specifically, I'm like, this song is, like, different from the rest completely. of them. And I, and I definitely feel like, it has it has something different to say from like you know you know falling and cherry and, and that that thread and and you know king and moon the bittersweetness or whatever, mm-hmm. and so just for like what it like means to me specifically, yeah. it's like it's just very nice to listen to is the first thing Agreed. about it is like it has a nice melody it's not over overzealous and like it doesn't have a lot of instruments going on you got like a little beat in the back yeah you got a little guitar lately i'm gonna continue to say that until it, like it's crushed into the ground <laughs> but so it's not really heavy in like that so it's really more focused on harry's like vocals or whatever completely yeah 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 and I just really appreciate that chance to like, like sort of feel the intimacy with that. I think it's Definitely. really, I think it's really nice to be able to see him with like, like bars down, like, Hey, this is what's happening in my brain, but like, don't talk to me ever again. But also if you did, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. It's like, and I feel like I can sort of relate. I know. You know? I've definitely, I think, I think that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel like that. Also, it's like, I think I've been in like some situations where it's like, like I do like like he does say like I know you're trying to be friends like I know you mean it but like don't like do, I know what's going on but like don't do this thing yeah because now don't you're do the making thing that you I've said in three other songs or two other songs or that or whatever whatever, it is. Yeah. it's like don't right? it's like don't do this thing I've definitely been in those situations and it's like you know it is hard and it is like it's definitely I don't know it's just like a hard thing yeah. to get through and honestly like I I have personally struggled with a lot of like the whole being like single thing you know like that's like a big thing where I was like I used to be a big relationship person I was like I'm in a relationship or I'm like looking for a relationship and not even looking but just like just like existing to like sort of be in one you know and that's definitely changed right I I know for you I know for you it's crazy for you but like for me that was such a thing for me and now that I'm like so not like that that I'm just sort of like living to like live instead of like living to find a relationship right 
that like this song like really meant a lot to me when I was first listening to it because I was you know getting over x y and z and and trying to figure out where I stood Mm. with myself versus Mm. in relation to another person and it felt like Harry was doing the same thing and I was like oh completely yeah okay cool so it's not just me going through this right (laughs) yeah no completely and yeah that's very interesting to me it's like I, I never just um I don't know if that was just never like a thing that was like it was just never like an environment I was like in like growing up or in high school and stuff it's like it was never like um Caitlin kind of had a boyfriend Julie kind of had a boyfriend but like it was never like a big like thing where where, like people in my life like growing up were like really in relationships so it was never like it was just never an environment I was in um so I always find it fascinating when I hear like other people and I find it fascinating the other way I'm like I'm like every not every single one of my friends but like a good portion of them were like had steady relationships all throughout high school and went into college with these relationships and like it was it was sort of crazy to like not even to not be a part of that but like when I was I was like yeah what about it like this is just the way that it is right that's yeah that is interesting to me yeah um so one of my favorite things about the song and a song that and it always makes me like question mark is before before verse two which is i hope you see me in a better light do you think it's easy being of the jealous kind there's a match strike and he blows it out Ooh. and i yeah and you have to listen to it carefully you don't have to listen to it carefully you should hear it but like you can you can just hear if it if <laughs> you want to like if you were like oh that is a match strike and him blowing it out then you have to like kind of carefully listen to it um and it's I was I was on goodgenius.com. Which Sweet. shout out. Shout out to genius.com. And this is a <laughs> contributor on this note. And I it's not confirmed. But I think but it is a good theory. It. No, I think it's a good theory. And it goes and says, if you listen very carefully, you will hear Harry I don't even know if it's Harry, but we're just gonna assume. You will hear Harry lighting a match and then blowing it out before singing this verse. Light is often related to the truth. Uh, let's shed light on this equals you know let's find out the truth so this line which is i just hope you see me in a better light um could be interpreted as him trying to be sincere with the addressee the person he's singing to like he expresses in the following lines of the song but on the other side harry uses um fire as a symbol of passion to represent his devotion for his significant other like in adore you where he says i'd walk through fire for you just let me adore you so by blowing out the match and turning off the fire he could be indicating the ending of the relationship and in this new better light he proceeds to do to do the closure you know i am not disagreeing because i really like that take yeah i like it's really it's really interesting to think about it that way because you know him sort of like taking away what was once so important to him mm. is like sort of really interesting and i think that this song reflects that and that he's he's like tr- he's trying he's trying oh, yeah. to get out maybe maybe it's toxic maybe it isn't but he is trying to get out of whatever this person has him in you this know state of mind completely yes and even if he wants to be in it so bad he is he's finally come to the realization that this is not what's right for him so he's like i gotta get out yeah. i'm blowing out the fire babe and the then at gone. the end of the verse two and he, he that in that same verse he goes and this is it so i'm sorry so yeah i think yep. like he to me this is really yeah that closure period like i think fine line is the ultimate closure song but i think yes again in this this string of sad songs this is the 
real closure moment. And then we get to she and then um, Sunflower and then can't or Skinny Moon. And and like, you know, and that's just more of like all the things like looking back and like remember. Exactly. It's a reflection for him about what has happened in the past. Yeah. So would this be the song you would pick for yourself? If you could pick any Mm -hmm. song. So come on the pod with this. When this guy sent me a message saying, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Let me know what song is your favorite. I said this song and I said Canyon Moon. Because Candy Moon for me has a special place in my heart because it reminds me of a book that I read. Oh, and I did not know this. Yes, so Where the Crawdads Sing is coming out as a movie soon. If you haven't read the book, read the book, y'all. The book is so good. I read it in a day. Like, it was it was that good. Okay, go but, off. Um, it gives me very much Candy Moon vibes. And mm-hmm. so that's why that is one of my favorites. But this one, it just, it has always stuck with me. It's a me. deep cut. And it really is. And I was talking to one of my friends um, from my grad, grad program, and he also really likes this song and i was like i've never met someone who also likes this song and so he and i were talking about it and i just really feel like this this is a song that really defines this album for me because i would agree it's not as talked it's not as talked about and i think that that makes it even better sort of thing i completely agree yeah this song it's this whole album is just uh i there are no i have like no words for this yeah like because it's it's really telling about it this like very fascinating story from beginning to end about this real like start of relationship to the end of the relationship and everything that and comes just the re- in between the regret and the and the moving on from and it everything and all of those stripes that you have to go through mm-hmm. and i think you know one of my favorite things about harry is um in general is i think he's very very self-reflective in yes his writing and in his relationship or i don't know his relationships but i would imagine <laughs> but he has be... to take take this experience from somewhere you exactly know? He's not just like pulling it off the street sort of like yeah and i think he holds a lot of like guilt and like how things end and like i relate to him a lot like that so yep. this song is like very much it's like yeah like i really do get it like like i get it harry like i've been there done that probably will be there again but it's yeah, like, I, I no really question. like I really understand like this pain and these emotions um, that he's conveying at least or I relate to them. And it's just like like you said, like it's very it's just very like the sound is really different. And yeah. um, you can really like his voice is doing a lot of more different things that like you it's, hadn't heard previous fine line. It's almost like this is the intermission between the first half of the album and the second half. Definitely, like he, definitely. He, would he agree. needs a moment to like collect his thoughts and realize that okay, this is done. I got to reflect on it now, sort of thing. Yeah, and then we move on to the reflection, which is really the second half of the the album. But um, yep. yeah, great song, and I'm I'm very happy to have seen it live. Um, so jealous, so jealous. I know. I wish I could share my eyeballs with <laughs> the whole world. But alas, we can't do that. Alas, we cannot. <laughs> but if you want any advice for anyone, if like you want to see like a good Harry Styles show, like obviously I think he performs his best at all shows. But I think period Madison Square Garden has the, like a very very special place in his heart. And I think he does, like, the craziest shit. Not the craziest shit, but I think he does the most, like, like fan favorite things, quote-unquote, um, yeah. at MSG and in he California. Knows. So, Oh, big. If big. You New, ever, New York and L.A., baby. If you ever can go, be around, get tickets for, you know, like, do Come to thing. Denver, Mr. Harry. Come to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> um, go see him at 
either of those locations. He puts on a great show wherever I saw him in Connecticut on his last tour too. Um, as well as New York, it was still amazing and awesome. Um, and yeah, he's an amazing performer. Everyone should see him live, in my opinion. Like, even if you're not a fan of him, I think you should see him live. Because he's, like, paving the way, you know? Yeah, he, I, like, I think people really do underestimate him. I'm like, but he's, like, the next. Like, he is becoming no, like he's, a Paul McCartney. He's, he's becoming He's a, taking over the world. He's, he's becoming a Mick Jagger. He's becoming a David Bowie. Like, he is, yeah. period. No question, baby. No question. Icon. He's icon. An icon, man. Oh, Iconic my. behavior. Okay, yep. Aaron. This was fun. So fun, always. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you whenever you're back on. Uh, well, like, also, yeah, I'll see you I'll beforehand, be. but yeah. oh, hopefully. But I'm like, I'll also be back on at some point. So. Oh, yeah, it has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but love the people, always. Love the people. Anything to say? Anything to promote? Anything to add? I'm like this. No. But oh. moving oh. to Denver, y'all. So She's moving to care. Denver. If you, if you live there, Denver. let her know. I'm like, please let me know. I know no one. So, come to Denver. Harry, come to Denver. Harry, come to Denver. Please, please, mate. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, give us a follow on whatever the hell platform you're on. Give us a rating. Hopefully, if it's five stars, I want it. If it's anything else, I don't want it. Um, on whatever platform you're on. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at My Records and Me. I'll be posting stuff. So come on over. And join us next time as we delve into She. Is it about Harry embracing his feminine side? Is it about Harry falling in love with another woman? What is the deal with She? We'll get into it and its iconic guitar solo, as well as its background of. Harry Styles doing shrooms and biting his tongue off. So, see you next time. Bye.